This is a Kirkendall Barrett presentation, darling. <laughs> Laura, looks like you picked the wrong blind date. Dad is dead. There is a dog. You bought strawberries. <laughs> Who do you think you are? Did you buy homemade bread? What are you, QAnon? What makes him happy? Uh, not being in this movie. Not being in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> a lifetime of Hallmark. Welcome, everybody. It is your favorite day of the week. It is time for another episode of A Lifetime of Hallmark, where we talk about your favorite movies on both Lifetime and the Hallmark Channel and try to make sense of them. I am Les Kirkendall Barrett. Hello, Jason Bauer. Hello, Les Kirkendall Barrett. Hello, Kurt Fitzpatrick. Hello, Les Kirkendall Barrett, and hello, Jason Bowers. And we have company today. We have a very special guest, uh, the star of The Wrong Blind Date, and our friend, Meredith Thomas. Hey, Meredith. Hi. 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 Welcome back. I think, thank you. I think it's about, it's it's been going on a year because I I was here. Yes, because it was the wrong Valentine. The last time I visited with you guys. Oh my gosh, it doesn't seem like that was that long. Wow. No. It doesn't? It's it's a COVID year too, so it feels like dog years. This is great. (laughs) Well, we all have to be on our A game because when when you come on the show, it's a ratings bonanza for us. (laughs) And then, because all your followers come and listen to this and then the next week like half of them kind of stick around and then the week after that it's like less sister <laughs> <laughs> but you're back so the audience is back yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you've had a good year of wrong movies though haven't you Meredith how many have you done in the past year do you know specifically wrong movies yes or just movies oh my goodness okay that's a really good question um in the, mm, <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> Did you ever go see like a like an like astrology person and they said someday in the future you'll be doing the wrong movies and you didn't know like they didn't exist in Lifetime world and you kind of like freaked out like you thought you were gonna get into porn or something like that. <laughs> oh my gosh, no! But I wish that was part of my story that someone looked me in the eye and said um, the. The only thing I really remember is one time someone was like, don't have children out of wedlock. And I was like, what? What? Like, wh-? and it was so random that I was like, okay, I won't. It just like, seems like a moral judgment. So weird. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is from an astrology? This is from like a... a yeah, like, and I was like, that is so... Bu-. And I'm like, I won't. I, I was like, not happen. Okay. But I, and I, it's not like I took special note of that. To I never, I didn't try to heed that. But I was like, that's so like random. Like she right. it was such a random warning. Wow. Anyway, but nobody ever said, "Don't you know your life is going to be so so right? It's wrong or anything like that." It, but Meredith, I get it. So we're talking about the number of movies. I saw a list, and I can't remember where I saw this list. Was it Bustle? People. I think so with all of the people who have done like the most Lifetime movies. And you were like number two under Vivica A. Fox. Number two. That's right. Isn't that crazy? That's so amazing. I, um, so I, you know, so of course I, I saw that too. Uh, and I was like, well, um, if 
I mean, clearly Vivica Fox is the queen. So I will gladly be the princess of, of Lifetime movies. So, um, so and then um, or I'm like, well, am I really the princess? I'm kind of like a, um, a just kind of, can I be a princess, you know, as, as an elderly ingenue or what? So I was like, um, well, I guess I'm kind of the lady in waiting. Right. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm not I'm, I'm mm. the lady in waiting to Queen Vivica. <laughs> I mean, they do those royal movies. They did the wrong Prince Charming. Right. Yes, they did. Who I've also met. <laughs> was it royalty though? Is it? Was it? Uh, did they do the wrong Prince Charming? That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, that's like one that I wasn't in. Um, I did. I did the. I did a Christmas in royal fashion. Um, not, but which was it was it was a right. It was a Christmas movie, so it was everything was right in the world. Okay, so after doing the like these wrong movies. What was it like to do a Christmas movie? <laughs> Actually, my Christmas movies were were pretty much first. Uh-huh. So, so the the produce the same production company of my three big Christmas movies is the same producers that do my wrong movies. Hybrid. So, yes, yes. So, uh, my three big Christmas movies and and all the wrong movies are hybrid. So um, it's funny because Vivica, well, I've done, I did a, like a cameo in one of Vivica's Christmas movies, but Vivica does like dozens of wrong movies a year and then she'll do like one Christmas movie too. <laughs> oh, that's funny. And one more question before we continue. And I, cause this is just something that I, as an actor, am curious about. Cause mm-hmm. one, the one thing that I really love about, the wrong, I call it the wrong cinematic universe, is that it's basically like a pool of actors and, you know, sometimes you'll have a big part. Sometimes you'll have like a cameo. Sometimes you'll be the villain. Sometimes mm-hmm. you'll be like the, the person in, in Jeopardy. What's... Do they come to you and say, okay, Meredith, so this one, we're gonna, you're gonna be the villain, or how does that work? Or do you just get the script and you're like, oh, okay. So at this point, I, at this point, it's pretty much now, it, because the wrong movies all, at the, now all have the same director. Mm-hmm. Um, and so at this point, David will call me or text me and say, I got you something for you. And then they'll tell me the character thing. And he's really good about always sending me the script. Um, and I have to admit, I just always say yes, because he's been so good to me, but it is like you said, it's like an ensemble. Like I say, you know, I'm the wrong, I'm in the wrong movie ensemble. So I pretty much, because it's always saying yes to him has always worked out great for me. So if I go in and do like two little cameos and then the next one, I'm like, wow, I'm like, I'm like a supporting lead or I'm third, you know, third lead in this or something. So when that's what, so I'm always saying yes. So I've done a lot of wrong movies, but my most significant ones would be this one, the wrong, uh, Blind Date, and then The Wrong Boy Next Door. My first one ever was The Wrong Crush, which which is a really nice role. And then I've done some nice, you know, morning mother roles here and there. And then I've just done, like, some cold opens for him where I'm just, like, getting murdered at the top. So, so, but I am... it's funny because this one came, and I was like, oh, it's David. I was like, yeah, okay, I'll do it. And then 
I went and I and he said the character's this name and all my characters have a name so I was like whatever so it's never like victim number one or anything so I was like okay whatever but then I went and I actually peeked at the breakdown and I was like oh oh this is the lead this is the this is the <laughs> yeah. I was like but I'd already said yes I was like right. okay and so um I had already said yes to him and uh, David knows that I have a desire to start directing you mm-hmm. know Hallmark and Lifetime movies so our conversation two weeks before he gave me the wrong blind date I had said I want to come and, you know, kind of um, watch you. I want to learn this. And he's like, Meredith, after 30 Lifetime movies, you don't need to learn how to direct a Lifetime movie. Like, you know it. You'd be, you'd use, but I was like, oh, but it's, uh, you know. So he goes, well, maybe I'll just look for a lead for you and you can learn that way or whatever. And then two weeks later, I was like, <laughs> I, I asked about directing and two weeks later, he's like, here's the wrong blind date. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> that works too. That's amazing. <laughs> I love that story. Yeah, it's it yeah. was fun. Well, before we continue, it's <laughs> that time. Kurt, do you have any black China news? Doing a piece of China. 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 I'm talking China. The Black China Report. Here's Kurt Fitzpatrick. Yes, this is from allabouttheTea.com. Um, here we go. Black China has been given the green light to depose the Kardashians as part of her defense in an assault and battery lawsuit brought by her ex, Rob Kardashian. China's lawyer, Lin Xiani, confirmed to page six that her client will be able to question Kim Kardashian, Khloe Kardashian, Kris Jenner, and Kylie Jenner because the court agreed that the famous clan was not above the law. Kardashian insiders clarified that the court victory was not a huge win because while China 33 supposedly requested seven-hour deposition from each person, Chiani told the court that she would agree to four hours. In the end, the court agreed to allow two-hour depositions per person. We are pleased the court limited the scope of the depositions to minimize the burden on the very busy members of the family. Uh, Kardashian-Jenner lawyer Michael Rhodes told the outlet in a statement. Now, uh, Rob is suing China for allegedly trying to strangle him with an iPhone charger cord while supposedly under the influence of drugs and alcohol on December 14, 2016. The former reality star claimed that his ex repeatedly hit him in the face and head with a six-foot metal pole before he was able to escape. Rob, now 34, documented his allegations on social media, claimed that he suffered injuries to his neck. Now, there's also a... Um, Rob supposedly admitted that China never struck him in a, in a whole other um, um, investigation. Well, this is the, the first time we're hearing of the yeah. striking of him. That it went from a, a metal pole to a large metal pole to a six-foot metal pole. Now it's she's hitting him with the metal pole? Wait. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, and to explain to our selfie yeah. stick at some point. Yeah, Mer- Meredith. <laughs> the, the, every time Kurt reports on Black China, uh, yeah, just, the the, yeah. the story somehow gets more violent than the time before. There's a new yeah. violent detail that wasn't there before. We've been trying to figure out where, why there was a six foot hole in the house. You know, there's a lot, lot of different things here. Are strange. Yeah. <laughs> but you could choke some with an iPhone. We did uh, a couple episodes before. Yeah. Of course, it was it was a visual. You couldn't see it, but I, I did uh, do a, a visual. I, I put a cord around my neck so we could see. I've got uh, one right here, here uh, showing Meredith yeah, I'm choking right myself now. with the cord. Yeah, yeah. nice. See? See. And listeners, you can't you can't see our faces, but when he said the six foot metal pole, Jason and I were like, "Wait, what?" Yeah. 
Well, I don't, maybe they were doing, maybe they're doing construction of the house. Like I really was thinking about it today. I was like, wow, how's yeah. that, why is there a six foot hole in their house? Well, our guest Jillian last week pointed out something really obvious. Like Black China is not very big. How is she carrying a six foot metal pole around to, <laughs> to chase Rob? With? Well, that's, that's, well, she didn't, that's how she didn't strike him. She was attempting to, but she couldn't, she didn't get him, I guess. But Although if, if Vivica him. Fox is strong enough in one of the wrong movies, that needs to be what she strikes the uh the uh the villain with at the end of the movie before she says the tagline it needs well, to be a six-foot pole at some point yeah, yeah that people. would be you picked the wrong construction site yes it's just like <laughs> there you go there's a new movie the people in the wrong movies are more efficient with their weapons they have little knives and stuff not big giant you know bulky poles you can't drive around in that you'd have to have someone come to your house or you have the pole and hit them with it <laughs> I don't know. Well, maybe I I'm, so, I'm very excited to talk about the movie too because there's been some innovate in, innovations. Like there's been, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah, well, the wrong, the wrong. Yeah, there. That's funny. You know, I tell you, I, I I tweet along. Vivica's like great about tweeting along, and I learned that from her. So I tweet along with all my movies, mm-hmm. and it's so fun to see, like, the, to see the. Uh, the fans' reaction to some of those, I'm sure you're going to bring up some of those innovations. Yes, because yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, they're like stepping it up. What, what, what do you mean by innovations, less in yeah. terms of what? I don't know either. Okay, well, okay. Maybe um, we find out as, as we go along. Part. What do you think? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. all right, fair. Yeah, let's do it. All right, so <laughs> now, so would this be considered a cold open? Yes, it was just a very quick one. Okay, so because and the only reason I'm asking is I don't think we've seen many where like Vivica is in the cold open. She's normally like well into it, and and, and Meredith, you were in the cold open, and you're yeah. in the co-star too. So we yeah. very rarely see that. We normally see people who have nothing, or I don't want to say nothing to do with the plot, but a lot of times well, it's. Oh, what were you going to say, Kurt? Oh, no, yeah. Go ahead, because I had a, I had something to say about the opening I, as well. I would say there's generally a, like a murder of some sort in the cold open. Not always, but generally. Right. Well, it's very, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's a little bit like, I think of the best cold opens are always in the law and order things. Like you have the instruction guy and they have like the, and like he finds the body or something, right. you know, like we, uh, but yeah, yeah, they, they, uh, you're right. I don't think Vivica's ever they. I don't think Vivica's ever been that, to my knowledge, in that opening. It's usually oh. like I've died in those before. Like that. That's my only bet <laughs> is to come in and do the cold open and die and like be the but be the original like wrong. The, I think in the wrong stepfather or something. I was like, stay away from my son, you know. And then you you or you assumed that I got killed or something. Well, it's the the opening is very disturbing because you see a washer and dryer and a refrigerator, so it looks like there's a washer and dryer in the kitchen, and that bothers a lot of people. Wow. <laughs> but I think it was a laundry room 
I, I figured out, because I've been analyzing this, I think it was a laundry room with a refrigerator in it. I, I could tell you what it freezer. probably was. It was just point of view because I, uh, I bought a lot of stuff on Wayfair early on in the pandemic and I did a lot of remodeling in my apartment. So now I get about <laughs> 10 emails a day from Wayfair. And for a while, they kept sending me emails saying that everyone is putting mudrooms in their home. And that's like where you put your washer and dryers, a little mudroom at the entrance, like at the, oh. at the side door of the house. So it's probably like walk in the side door, washer and dryer there. But like right through a small doorway is the, the fridge in the kitchen. Okay. Because I was – when I saw the people – bound and gagged it was like a relief i was like oh thank god i don't have to see that wash and dry with the refrigerator anymore that was really upsetting to potential home buyers i'm gonna have to go back and look at that oh wow i didn't grow, so I that's hilarious you filmed in this house though before because we've seen this house in several movies Yes. This is a very, yes, yes. Does then, live there? Good, good eye. Yes, I guess someone does, but I've shot a lot, and not just wrong movies in that house. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the staircase <laughs> is very recognizable. That's why I remember it. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. It's oh, nice, but yeah. yeah, David does a great job um, you know, utilizing every area of that house. <laughs> so so we see, we see Vivica or, or Beth, and Beth walks into the house. Beth is looking for Laura Meredith. And so then, yes, we see we see Laura and her daughter bound and gagged and tied up. And then we see one week earlier. This was a busy week. Yeah. Well, what, first of all, when, when Vivica walked in the house, she grabs a hammer. Yeah. And there's suspenseful music. So she's looking for them, but is also worried about something. Right. Right. Please, Hammer, don't hurt him. But I'll tell you what, when you guys are sitting there, <laughs> sorry, Jason, he's giving a, a nod. So when you guys are kind of sitting there uh, with a, uh, not, not to be critical, you guys are sitting there on <laughs> the gag. It's like you're waiting for the bus or something. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we have been, we you've have been. been. kind of tired. I, it's nice that they let you sit and be bound to well, gag, rather be like on the floor. That well, that's true. That's true. I um, we I was in my work attire, so I had on my, my little purple dress and high heels. So we, you know, we were, um, so yeah. I I don't think it would have. I, I don't think lifetime would have gone for us being bound and gagged on the floor. So yeah, I think that was. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, in our defense, he was in the other room doing whatever he was going to do. Right. We, we didn't. What 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 we're. Uh, Probably when the camera wasn't on us, we were trying to get ourselves untied, but um, or waiting for the bus. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to come. <laughs> no, but Vivica will. I mean, Beth. That's true. Yes. We're waiting for the. We were waiting for the best. Right. Yeah. So, so yes, one week earlier. So Laura <laughs> is talking to Beth, her therapist, and we find out that uh, Laura is in the midst of a divorce. Uh, her soon-to-be ex-husband is a police officer and not a nice police officer. But then Laura <laughs> goes on to, to, say that, to say that, you know, he was, nice, he was nice to her daughter. And whenever her daughter was there, he was actually uh, nice enough. But when right. her daughter wasn't there, that's when he would show, like, the ugly side. And um, and, and where and where out. was Hannah's dad? 
her biological dad? He, he died when she was younger. There's a lot of there's a lot of <laughs> dead dads in these movies. Yeah. They, yeah. They, yeah, but he died earlier. Yeah, there, there's always He's a dead parent father. or a dead cram- He's the grandparent. the only father that she ever really knew. Did you hear a so. sound bite? Oh, wait, yeah, Jason. Oh, okay. I wait, see it. dead people. <laughs> <laughs> I like Vivica as a therapist, too. She's just kind of like, her responses are like, mm, mm, mm. Cool. <laughs> she, she's great. That was fun. Mm. I, think, I think that was probably the first time... Um, I think that was probably the first time in the wrong movie she was a therapist. She's been detectives a bunch mm. and, um, you know, principals and leading coaches. Mm. Yeah, yeah, totally. So that was therapist. Um, I wonder if she's going to listen I, to this episode. I just realized. Yeah, you so watch yourself. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm being nice. Vivica does not suffer fools lightly. You, if, if she, I, I tweet along with her, and if she, the, if there's well, any trolls, nice. she puts them right in their place. Oh, we're not, we're not that. No. She's like, you went on the no. wrong podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we love Vivica. She's amazing. She's so awesome. <laughs> oh, okay. So we then see her daughter Hannah. She's on the phone with her stepfather, Michael. It was Michael, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and then Michael, you know, Michael's being nice. He wants to see her. He wants to see her when when she comes home. And, of course, he blames it all on Laura. Laura's fault. And so then we cut back to the therapist, and Beth asks Laura, well, are you dating? berates her a little bit like you need no you need to be out there dating you know and and laura's well, like i just oh, go ahead Kurt. well no she her suggestion she says well you could go to bars or restaurants to meet men how are you going to meet a guy in a restaurant you're going to walk in and say to like the maitre d any any lonely guys hanging around <laughs> anybody eating alone yeah we usually put those people in the back she didn't say what kind of restaurant. It could be like a Sizzler or a hometown buffet. You're just like walking down the line, get your potatoes, and oh, hi yeah, there. you guys, you guys are very metropolitan. You've spent way too much time in big cities. I mean, although Laura is in LA, so like right. that, right? So she, you're right. But but if you were in a different part of the country, a yeah. restaurant might be perfectly reasonable. But we're probably not so much in LA no, and New York. Just just go into a restaurant. And you know everything is, is COVID doesn't exist, thank God, yet in our in our wrong movies. So we don't have to worry about that. Right. Any, any any women interested in me? Go to Golden Corral. I'm by the oh, buffet. I don't. <laughs> no, think, I don't. I, I think COVID put those those oh, well. petri dishes out of business. Oh well. Like I will never eat at a buffet again. Right. It's like ruined frozen yogurt for me. <laughs> Exactly. Soup plantation. Oh, R.I.P. Soup plantation. <laughs> like never I, again. No, I know. I mean, I was so I, I would have had one last healthy binge there if I had known they were going out of business. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, we, so we find out Laura just started a design firm. Um and so Laura's like, I can't date. I'm, I'm very busy. And then Beth is like, well, you know what? Think about it anyway. And then we cut to Hannah. And Hannah gets a phone call 
from a young man with very giant pecs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and he's asking Hannah if she's going to the pool party. And then... Um, of course kudos, he's going to a pool party. Kudos, right. by the way, to Lifetime for knowing their audience and always finding a way to work in some gratuitous male semi-nudity. Completely he didn't side. wear a shirt for like the first half no. of the movie. And like oh, yeah. even Ryan as Ryan he even as he it was like great. He's, his his first article of clothing was a tank top. Right? Yeah. I didn't see it's funny, see, I didn't know I didn't see all of that. I mean, maybe when I read the script I thought, oh, we said a pool like it didn't even occur to me. And then then when I watched the Pumera, I was like, Oh hello, little one. Um so <laughs> he's, he's so cute though. Rainer Don, oh my god, he's so sweet and cute and and um and but yeah, oh yeah, you gotta you gotta bring the hotties and, and, and make sure they have the shirt off at some point for sure. So, so then Hannah goes into the house, and we hear the music. We hear the menacing music. We're getting ready. Someone picks up a knife, so it's like, okay, here we go. And it's actually Laura surprising Hannah with a welcome home cake. No, who got to eat this? Who who got to eat the actual cake after the scene was done? Oh. Go to like craft services, or no, you know what? It it would have, but we're we shot this in COVID, so. Oh. Yeah. That's so, right. So normally, yeah, like that would be awesome. Oh, actually, no, no, no. Strike that. It was a fake cake. It did. I was like, that's an amazing. And, and I remember going, that's what? an amazing fake. Yeah. It looked so good. Why don't, they just, why don't they just buy a, buy a real cake? Wouldn't that be cheaper than making a fake cake? I, I would imagine in I'm this case because sure it, was a it was fake. Strawberry shortcake with whipped cream. The whipped cream's going to melt under the lights. Right, right. And then you mesh it up, you put your thumb in it, and, and uh, you trip, or it's just easier. Like, and, and then you get it on your clothes, so it's just easier with a oh. fake. Because I think we've heard this before. No, no, because I've eaten cake, because I've done, I've done extra work on stuff where they use, like, a cake on camera, and after they're finished with the shot, I've eaten some of it. Well, yeah, and, and back in the day, that yeah. would have been completely fine but now oh. like you can't like have actors walking around with a cake and then just go feed it to people oh. everything on a set has to be wrapped wrapped up your own meal now wow yeah because i feel like yeah. i'm being scolded sorry you like oh no i'm just, I'm just, <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just trying to keep you safe i'm just right. trying to keep you safe I'm, you know, i yeah. just care i care about you oh. you look very disappointed <laughs> no, she cares about me. I just made my day. Good. She, he looks very. Dis- he really wanted the juicy want scoop on that cake. Because Kurt loved cake. He yeah. loved yeah. cake. I do. Yeah. So I had to address that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so so then Laura's talking to her daughter, and her daughter's like, "Well, I talked to dad. Dad still loves you." And then Laura's like, "Well, you know, there's two sides to every story. So just you know, there's trust me." Wait, did we ever find out what he did? It's so funny that you that you asked that because my dad asked the same thing. He was like, he thought there was something like really nefarious. And I was like, no, dad, I'm just like, I'm just a really good mother who chooses not to not to be like, you know, your stepfather is a bastard. You know, like I just said, like, I'm not going to disclose our relationship issues to the only father she's ever known. <laughs> 
Okay. So to me, it's just like he's con- all the things we find out. He's controlling. He's he 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 just controls me too much. He's too controlling. But I'm not going to like talk badly about her dad to her until it's time, maybe. Got it. Got it. <laughs> it drifted apart. Yeah. So, so then, well, okay, so you, oh, no, go he ahead. pushed us apart because he is very controlling. <laughs> now you know it's bad. When your lawyer, your divorce lawyer tells you just to give it up, because Michael's divorce lawyer called him and was like, look, just, you know what, just l- let it go. You know it's bad. You know you're bad. When <laughs> well, he was a mediator. It, it, was a, it was a mediator, wasn't it? I think Even probably. He- <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I think it was the, I think it was the lawyer, because the, the lawyers talk to the mediator. The mediator's before you get to the judge. Oh, boy. A lot of people involved. <laughs> right you know he's like throwing the towel just you know just to stop and so then you know laura is, is reminiscing and looking at a picture back you know back when okay was that your first husband in that picture yes yeah okay. that yeah so, so then this next part up until recently i would have said laura you're mean but recently, I had this conversation myself. <laughs> With your daughter? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Because uh, we, we, see, we see Hannah, she's looking at a bikini. Then we see Hannah, she's leaving the house. And Laura's like, wait a minute, wait, you're leaving? No, you're not leaving the house looking like that. And up until recently, like I said, I would have said, oh, come on, Laura. But I had to say, you're not leaving the house like that. How did your daughter take it, Les? Uh, she changed. She, okay. went and changed. She, she, <laughs> she, she pouted about it. I got attitude, but she changed. Okay, good. <laughs> but then again... I- I feel like that's a conversation everybody at some point has with their teenage daughter. Like it was, that's very, that I feel like that in the script is very relatable. And even though I know, you know, she's going to be at a pool party, she's going to be taking it off eventually. Like I, I, I don't need to, I I don't need to see that my daughter is a grown woman. I don't, I don't, I don't need to know that yet. (laughs) But, but then oh. it didn't. It didn't make anything better when the boyfriend picks her up with no shirt. Yeah, <laughs> huge difference. I would disagree. I, I was fine with that. It was. It made it better. Um, I didn't. Well, as Laura did not see that, so I couldn't. <laughs> I, I couldn't. I couldn't control what her date was wearing. <laughs> I wrote a note. Does this kid have any shirts? <laughs> no, and that's why he was going to swim parties. Pool parties. Oh, great! A pool party. <laughs> I can go somewhere without, without my shirt on. If I go to a party, I, I have I need a guarantee that I have to wear a shirt, <laughs> or it's just not a party. Yeah. <laughs> so, so then we see Laura. She's at work. It pans to her friend, and it's Lois from General Hospital. <laughs> Leslie K. I love that. Yes. Let so funny story on that. My first wrong movie was with Leslie K. 
So we, when she actually messaged me and she was like, Hey, I'm going to, you know, so we, it was so fun. It was like a full circle moment that we got to work together again. And I was like, Oh my God, Leslie Gay, Lois. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And then, so of course, you know, we have the trope of the sassy friend and, you know, the sassy friend who was kind of like Laura, you know, first of all, she's like, it's wine o'clock somewhere. Yeah. That room was very white too. Everything in that, that room was white. Yeah, people were saying that on Twitter. They're like, you know, that that white room is making me very nervous. And I was like, I know. And Laura, like, loves red wine, too. um, But, uh, yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, (laughs) very risky. For the purposes of shooting, what was the red wine in the movie? Because it looked a little bright in color for red wine. Yeah, it probably, I'm sure it was just, you know, a cranberry juice mixture-y. I'd still drink it. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you, know, I'm, you know, I'm sober, so I have to be, like, really careful. Like, what is that? You know, like, not that anyone would, but um, it definitely, but it was, I think it was a little cranberry juice with sparkling water, maybe. Yeah, and aren't they, aren't they even, like, like, okay, be careful, don't swish it, don't, you know, just be, like the art department and over, like no because it could swish out of the yeah. glass and well, under the glass. notice they were using oh. stemless glasses yeah i didn't i didn't even notice which i didn't notice when we were in the white if we were really if we had red did i don't think we had ever red wine in the white rooms did we i only saw that wait i don't think i saw that white room too much you it was yeah. like your friend was home yeah yeah it was her yeah and so she had this white was a white couch and white rug. I think and white she walls had white and... wine. She had white wine. I think she had mm-hmm. white wine when she said it was one o'clock. Because because uh, Laura wasn't drinking at that point, but uh, Angela was. Yeah. And so yeah, so Angela's basically like, "Come on, Laura, lighten up, join a dating app. You know you want to do it. Come on, come on, come on." And then Laura finally says, "Okay, I'll do it." So she signs up for this app, but she gives a fake name, Alora. <laughs> and as she's signing up and like doing her profile, she looks up and her ex is in the house with a teddy bear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You were creeped out by that bear. I thought I for sh- I thought for sure that it was going to be a nanny cam in that bear. <laughs> that would have been interesting. Yeah. But we couldn't know what a bad guy he was yet. Although he was pretty menacing in that scene, right? Yeah. yeah oh, sure. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and especially it's a Lifetime movie. So it's like, you know, it, 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 those, those scenes never end well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That bear was kind of creepy. It reminds me yeah. of like people who like give flowers to somebody and they stop by the cemetery and pick up the flowers. Looks like he picked up the bear at a cemetery or have a garbage can or something like that here you go if you guys so clark moore this is who who played michael he actually posted something today and he with his whole backstory on where that teddy bear came from really <laughs> that he had like wanted and it was really funny actually and then i poo poo the bear but it was actually quite funny but yeah um it, I, I like it was cute though it was cute because if you notice we it's in like another scene I don't know if you're gonna like Hannah seemed to like it right because it makes an appearance in another scene yeah. and I do like oh, I good. do like that she liked him like I do like how the kid was kind of like you know Swiss yeah, yeah basically 
Oh, and yeah. I wrote here in my notes, I wrote, he's mean, but he has nice eyes. So, kind of like Ted Bundy. Right? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then he's like, look, it's my house. It's, it's my house. I said I'm sorry. Come on. Give me a break. And How much then, of it? In what sense was it his house? Did he pay for the house? Is it his, his, his name or... Yeah, that was all. There was this whole, you know, like thing where I got sassy with him. I'm like, since when does a, you know, police officer know about real estate law, right? So, so clearly it was his house when I, when I married him. There's, you know, so I guess he even, but we'd been together long enough because my daughter's, you know, first year of college. We've been together long enough that I feel like it's half my house. So, but he's using, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so apparently he made enough as a detective to, to, to get, but, you know, we don't know how great my job was before I started things with Angela. Right. This is a very nice house. Probably not. It's it was a very, very nice, nice house. It's, the Lifetime houses are always very nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so then the, it's well, like, the, I guess, oh, no, except for that one house, except for that one house that we see. Later on in the movie, the, uh, the, the one that the guy's working out in, the bartender. Oh. <laughs> we've seen that house before, too. They must not. We've not seen that house. We've seen that very exercise room before. <laughs> oh, we, oh, yeah. I have to look. I, I think that's at the same house. I'm going to have to go back and look at that exercise scene. Okay. <laughs> so, so, so Laura catches Hannah looking at her dating profile on her computer. And I loved Laura's Wi-Fi code. One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> yeah. Like, Laura, come on. <laughs> so she must deserve to be catfished with... with... <laughs> well, yeah. But, but Laura was very popular because Laura had 20 replies. Yeah. 20. 20? In, in one day. It seems like there should have been. Oh, in one day. Okay. Yeah, it was right. one day. It was okay. overnight. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. And, and so so uh, then Kevin, she, uh, Kevin's profile pops up. Laura likes Kevin. Kevin says he's tired of the children on this site. And, and before he saw That's Laura's weird. picture, he was going to leave the site. And then Hannah is like, oh, he lives in Beverly Hills. Go for it, Mom. But then Laura deletes her account. Mm-hmm. And um, then Hannah leaves, and Laura's like, wait, wait, wait. Okay, was Hannah leaving in the – because Laura said no boys. Yeah, I think she was going to, I think she was, oh, yes. So she was going somewhere, but the no boys was we were going to have dinner together. Ah. That it was going to be just the girls because she had already dissed me on her first day home to go with the pool party with her friend that wants to be more. And so now I'm like, no, 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 just I, I'm dying to just have some good old alone time with my daughter. because She's been off at college. So I'm like, no, no boys, just us. Right, right. So, so, so then we see Laura, she's doing work, you know, um, we find out she was up all night because she's like, I'm tired. And, you know, Michael, you know, she's talking about Michael and how Michael's trying to weasel his way back in. And then um, Kevin 
pops up again. And I like, because he's like, I got your name from Linker. <laughs> oh, because it's 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 very shallow because you guys are like well it looks like he uh hacked into the computer with some kind of a viral worm but he's hot so let's uh <laughs> let's give no, some attention he went through linker okay linker is what's the- <laughs> linker is that supposed to be like linkedin yeah yes yeah. it's, yeah. it's yeah. not a worm <laughs> linker well it sounds like one linker <laughs> <laughs> it's like what's the, what do they say for google like what what's the search it's just called search yeah. search okay <laughs> but in a very similar font <laughs> search <laughs> linker oh, linker yeah so you know he's right. a professional he used linker right and and, <laughs> and, so, and i and i was suspicious cuz i was like wait a minute she already deleted her her profile and then he wrote her after so i'm like hmm well, i don't think he had your last name so how would he would he, he would have had to do some kind of face recognition thing i guess well that's what laura should be thinking but no she hasn't you know been with anyone but michael in years so and he's hot and he's in the 310 so uh, she's what's like, the word what's, what's the word you guys use you know what i'm talking about Oh, digmatized? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't want anyone to say Meredith looks um, so shocked by that. <laughs> I've never heard that word in my life. Well, I didn't want to be the that's, one to say it. I didn't want to be the one to part it so onto So, Meredith, that's what we say, like, in some of these movies where, like, you know, our heroine woman in woman in jeopardy ends up sleeping with the guy and then yeah. there are red flags everywhere and she's like i don't care I love yes it. yes that's when she's digmatized <laughs> oh my gosh um yeah, well, I won't give away anything more, but I don't think she was. I mean, she wasn't dickmatized in that way yet. Yeah, and I also think, like you know, some of these movies, it, the the heroine is really blind to everything, and I don't think Laura was blind to all the red flags. She she saw a lot of the red flags coming, and 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 without revealing anything, there was a scene where Laura was talking to her daughter. I won't reveal it yet, and then. I like the way that Laura actually reacted to her daughter because normally in a lot of the movies, the heroine is like, I don't believe you. Ba, da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know exactly that scene. I thought that that played really well. And now that when I saw it, I was like, oh, good, because there's a lot of like complexities that like you have to approach it like it's like okay i meredith see all of these things coming but how do i how is do i make it believable that a character in this situation would would be mesmerized by this guy would be intrigued and not see all of this coming so oh so hannah is very supportive and then all of a sudden Lori gets a call it's kevin and so they're getting to know each other. It, 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 so the part where, you know, he's like, you know, I like binge watching soaps all day and reading. I was like, oh, my God, they're describing me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, was the actor yeah. that played Kevin a, a soap uh, star less? You would know this. I don't I didn't recognize him. 
he's he's bec- he's quickly becoming like he's quickly been do- he's been doing a lot of lifetime recently so this is okay. our we've done i think this is our fourth or fi- fifth for i think we've worked together five oh, times okay. so he's he's yeah. doing um a lot of lifetime work. I just days. thought that He's- line of dialogue was a little wink to the audience. Like, hey, you know me from this soap, but I'm saying I love soaps. Oh, oh, yeah. No, it wasn't. That would have been great, though. Yeah, it wasn't. He's very good looking, though. <laughs> yeah. He did. I think he did. He's really so I've worked and I've worked with his, his girlfriend a, a couple of times, too, now. Wait, so a lifetime couple? Oh, that's funny. Like a They're a lifetime, lifetime couple, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is the actor's name? I'm going to butcher his last name. Uh, it's Matt. I thought maybe the character was gay because, you know, he, he watched soap operas a lot. And then there was one point where he gets like really close to Michael. Like he's going to like make out with him. <laughs> I had a friend texting me during that time. You you know, like you're not the only person that thought that felt that way when they were alone in that room together there was they people thought there was <laughs> they were there was some chemistry but i don't that was to throw the audience off so it's pole camp p-o-h-l-k-a-m-p is is his last name and you know what he used to be oh. a pole camp i i okay. that's what i would I'm sounding it out, but um, he used to be like a big BMX racer. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, wow. professional cool. BMX guy before he got into acting. Isn't that cool? <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I like did the X Games and all sorts of cool stuff oh, wow. like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. So, um, uh, bu- 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 oh, so they make a date, and mm-hmm. so then when Laura shows up, He's sitting at the table, and he actually has a book with him. And I was like, ooh, nice trick. That's smooth. What, what book was that? It was something about Van it was, Gogh. It was a Van Gogh. It was a book about Van Gogh, yeah. Okay. I was like, that's smooth. You know, like, make her think you can read. <laughs> but it's a book of pictures, though. It's a book of Van Gogh. No, it wasn't pictures. No, it was, it was, a, oh, okay. it was about him. <laughs> oh, okay. And, and you've read it several times. You said. Several well, times. Yeah, yeah. Well, your character did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then he tells her that he's a venture capitalist. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and, and then, you know, Laura tells him about her business and how she's starting this business. And then he's like, well, I'm playing golf with Chris Burroughs, and I'm <laughs> in a good word for you. Like, just throwing that out there. And I wrote, mm. he was very smooth, very smooth. And so then it, it's time to leave. He's walking Laura out to, to Laura's Uber. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he tells Laura he's going to walk home to Beverly Hills. And so then a drunk guy comes out of the bathroom, <laughs> bumps into him. He's very polite about it. The, the drunk guy goes on his way, um, <laughs> you know, and then Laura's like, oh, wow, that was very nice of you. My ex would have, like, beat the crap out of the guy. <laughs> and, and so then Laura goes and gets in her Uber, and then the drunk guy walks back and <laughs> beats, beats the crap, the crap out of him. <laughs> 
Now, is is that actor also in the Lifetime universe? Does he get to? Is he always playing little roles like that? Or is getting... Yes, yes. That's that's yeah. my friend Mike Gaglio, and he is this. Usually, he's the bartender, but this time he got to be the drunk guy, and it was all. And, he got, and Mike used to be a stunt guy, so he that was like right up his alley. He was like ready for that punch, and it was. And so I was like so excited for Mike when I was like, Mike, you're in the trailer. Like that punch is like right there in the. Tra- trailer and 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 it was um so yeah he's he's totally in the wrong universe as well that was funny that was funny though because like you walks back through and he's like get the beat out <laughs> yeah <laughs> i love that <laughs> and he throws the van gogh book i know he just tosses it aside i love that <laughs> cut off part of his ear yeah sick of this <laughs> mailed it so, so the next, so the next day, Laura's talking to Hannah. Hannah's in. Laura's in a very good mood, and Hannah's like, "Thank God." Like, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> and then I love how they were talking. Well, he lives. He lives north of Santa Monica. <laughs> Jason, you live north of Santa Monica. I do, and I'm I'm about three blocks from the Beverly Hills border, so I'm really close. Wow, you you you. You, I have a I have a handle for you. It's BH guy three one zero. Is the <laughs> <laughs> oh? Then he 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 texts her like you know it was wonderful meeting you. Did it all? He did everything right. He was a perfect gentleman. So so this is the part where. It, it, there, there were innovations happening, and 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 it's been oh, it's, it's oh, gone to the okay. next I know level. What you're talking about now, okay? So we see someone breaking into the house, <laughs> and the person breaks in. Do we see a black hoodie? No, we do not. He has a <laughs> bandana on his face. Yeah. Was that because of COVID? Yeah, no, but you know what's funny is that you, it's funny that you say that, Jason, because that that stuff we actually shot day one. So we we like all of a sudden we're in this and that was oh, yeah, that was in a different house, too. So we're at this house and it's day one. And so Matt's running around with that on his face, the actor. And he's that got that in his face and he's got his black jeans. And and so I my the uh, Sophia, who played my daughter, thought he was just like a crew guy. You know, <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's all in black and he's got like a space covering on. So. <laughs> but we're not done. We're not done nope. because then he goes through the house. He doesn't put up one camera. He doesn't put up two cameras. He hides three cameras in the house. Now three. I was thinking these the cameras, they're like little blocks. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if, you, if you had a cat, that, that camera would be over. The cat would go up there, <laughs> knock the camera off and start playing with the camera and knock it under the couch. So it's good thing there's no cat involved in this. There's no, uh, yeah, good thing Laura has no animals. And um. <laughs> the cameras have gotten smaller. We, we've kind of had a running joke on, on this show that the, they, when they first started doing the hidden cameras in the Lifetime movies, they were gigantic. It was like they brought an entire camera crew and the people living in the house were totally oblivious to it. And they had pr- gotten progressively <laughs> smaller, but they're still big enough where they're going to stand out if you look over at your vase and you're like, what is that thing next to the vase? Yeah. 
But yeah, in, in, in the past, they put up these giant cameras like they're shooting a scene from 2001 Space Odyssey. Yeah. And these people wouldn't even recognize the thing. But I would recognize this little block camera. What's this little block next to me? <laughs> right. And we're not even done. Because I don't think we've ever seen this before. Because then he takes a flash drive and steals all of her computer information. I think we've seen that. Yeah, we've Have we seen, seen that? that. Yeah. 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 Really? <laughs> we've done that. No, yeah, we've seen that. We've seen people do that. I think so. <laughs> that I mean, that seems far. That that seemed far more plausible than some of the stuff. One of the things that came later. But, yeah, that didn't bother me. Like I was like, okay, yeah, he's just gonna. Yeah, that seemed doable. Yeah, <laughs> he took all my computer information. But but the bandana on the face. Right. I know. I think he did. <clears throat> Because I don't remember him using anything from it. No, but he hacked it later, but he hacked into the computer for sure. Yeah, no, he hacked he a phone. It. Later in the movie, I don't think he did anything with the information that he took from the computer, did he? I don't well, think he, he, di he did. No. He, but I think he knew, like, what you were doing because of the computer, I think. Something. Something. Oh, yeah. He knew. Oh, he was like, yeah. He was looking at stuff from his house that possibly was from my computer. Uh, yeah. Now that I think he had pictures and stuff, like personal pictures of of Hannah and I and stuff that he was looking at. Yeah. So he. Oh, okay. But I don't know. He probably could have just snooped at my Facebook and seen those personal pictures, right? <laughs> So, so then, mm. so then Laura is talking to, so Laura, because I keep on remembering this was just a week. You, I know. you saw your therapist a lot. <laughs> you know, it's so funny that you say that because when Sophia and I, the Sophia who played my daughter, Hannah, when we, we got together because these shoot so quickly and you just, and so we got together to kind of, and we would talk about like, the breakdown and it's like wait a minute like you're only home from school a week and I was like I guess because I'm in crisis and deciding about the divorce papers and and Hannah's coming I guess I'm and my new business I guess I'm just seeing my therapist a lot this week but in that week I think I had 13 or 16 different outfits also because right. when I went to wow. therapy or when I went to work and, and when I was home you know, it was somehow, but I, so we decided that, okay, we decided in our minds that, you know, she comes home, like maybe she came in on a Thursday. It was a long weekend and maybe, and she had to have stayed through like the following Monday. Like we decided it was more like 10 days <laughs> and we're just going to call it a week. <laughs> Your outfits, but you bring those up. Your, I, I did make note of the fact that you were dressed fantastically in this yes. movie. You really were. That is all me. Yeah. <laughs> every is single it? thing, every single thing you saw. Thank you, because uh, every single thing you saw me in is is I I own. Oh wow! Really? <laughs> yes. Well, you've got they great taste. You, you really outfits? do. That's like well, that's like no, what it was a non-union extra. They'd say no, you have to bring no, no, five no. different outfits. Well, there. Here's the thing. COVID has right. changed so much, and so like for some of the stuff that happens in you know like some of the stuff that would happen in COVID with like one of the Hallmark movies that I did. You know, one of the first movies 
after COVID hit and the industry shut down and we came back, like I'm doing, I had to do all my wardrobe fittings via Zoom and like people would, like the wardrobe assistant would bring me the stuff and she would assure me that it had sat for two days without it being, so in really it's actually in COVID thing, it's actually feels much safer and to just, you know, you know, put your, put, bring your own stuff. And so, so I've had, I've gone, I mean, I go, it's like half and half, like sometimes, you know, half of it is there, but pretty much it's, but a lot of times I, it's, I bring stuff. But does wow. a wardrobe person come to your house and look, look through your outfits? At this point, so that in the prior to COVID, yes. Like in my first wrong movie, the wardrobe woman and her assistant, she came and they, she bought stuff for me as well. But she, we also came and she came and it was just easier for me to show her stuff here at my house. That, that was my first wrong movie. But now since the COVID stuff, it's like some, it's, it's pictures, like uh, I'll look at it. And um, so I, that was a lot it, it was what was hard for me is that so much of my stuff has been seen in other movies. Like I don't dress like Laura in, on a daily basis. So, uh, and also a lot of my business stuff and stuff had been seen in other movies. So I was really trying to create like 13 unique outfits that people were not going to be like, Oh yeah, Meredith wore that in killer advice, you know? Oh man. Anytime yeah. you buy an outfit, it's a write off too. It is, but I'm still very yeah. frugal. I I yeah. I got a lot of clothes. Like I could not probably buy another piece of clothing in my life and probably be okay. But I'm frugal. <laughs> but I'm very frugal with how I find it. <laughs> okay. Oh, so 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 Laura is talking to to Beth. Beth is like very happy, and then Beth is like then then Laura you know, tells Beth that, yes, he's north of Santa Monica. And so then Beth is like, ooh, he's wealthy. And so then um, then we cut to Hannah and Laura. They're hanging out. Kevin is listening. Laura tells Hannah, oh, I'm thinking about inviting Kevin over for lunch. Kevin hears this, calls Laura and says, oh, hey, you want to go to lunch? Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's like, funny you asked. Mm-hmm. So then, it, so yeah, then, he's watching at home. Right, right. Yeah. From his bed, he's like watching us. Mm-hmm. So, so then Laura makes the date. Then Laura's talking to Angela. I was a swordfish. I did right. like yeah. that. I, I like her just blurting out like, oh, I'm making swordfish tomorrow. Yeah. Of course, it, of course it's lunch. It's a swordfish. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then Angela says you should start with shortcake because it's easy. And then, you know, Kevin and then this is the part where Kevin's like looking at Laura's internet and like monitoring Laura's internet. He starts then, they make a real point in the movie where he's chase checking you out while you're making popcorn. And I was like, is that some kind of fetish? Like he's sitting oh, he's yeah. lying in his bed. Yeah. Lying in his bed watching watching the surveillance <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> popcorn. Yeah, I totally had forgotten about those little surveillance shots that we shot until I watched the movie. I was like, oh, that's right. I did shoot that. So so then Kevin comes over. He brings yellow roses, makes a good impression on Hannah. Um, Then later we see Laura. She's telling Kevin about her ex. And then it's time for Kevin to leave. But Laura's like, well, no, Kevin. 
Do you want to stay a little longer? <laughs> Afternoon like, oh, delight. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, yeah. Laura. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> you know, I just say something about this because there was somebody on Twitter that was like, I mean, people were like, she hasn't even gotten any, she hasn't even given it up to him yet. And he's obsessed with her. And, you know, like, and then the other, this other person was like, made some comment of like, well, I mean, if you're going to do this whole story with a woman of a certain age, you essentially you should have let her at least get laid. Or I mean, oh I was like, excuse me. Oh. <laughs> Jeez. Oh woman woman of a that. certain age. And I'm like, they, I was like, oh, my God. Uh, it only bothered Laura to get laid. It only bothered me because this is Lifetime. There, what, you don't need to be chased in Lifetime movies. You just, yeah. Um, I liked that they were. I, I, I liked. That I, they, well, yeah. no, I, I, I liked it too. But I liked that she yeah. was wanting to move faster than him. Mm-hmm. You know, he was keeping. I mean, he he was keeping that part of the manipulation. Or maybe he just knew that he was. He knew if he got Laura in bed, it was all over. He he was he's he was full on fallen. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was a different dynamic between like the characters. The fact that they never actually got physical. I don't think they did. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. we no, we did. I mean, yeah. kiss on the cheek is all we we got. Yeah, a lot of kissing on the cheek in this movie. There's no yeah. sex in this movie at all. There's no, there's no like even. Uh, there's hardly any even innuendo of it. It would have been funny if Vivica had been like, "You better get some," you know? Right? Like, yeah. You are uptight. <laughs> when, but I think they do say, I mean, but, but my best friend and, you know, my worker, the woman, she does say, you know, how long has it been Have you since you've been with anyone other than Michael? And we, we know it's been a long time. There was a point early in the movie where I thought that maybe Hannah was going to get some because they made a point of pointing out that she was 18. And I've noticed in the Lifetime movies that when they've got a teenage girl, if she's going to be sexually active or more of a victim than a little child would be, they always mm-hmm. make sure that to make her a legal adult. Right. Yeah, I had one movie that I think I, we talked about it last time where I was like, oh my God, where I was like, be, where I was crazy therapist and I, I pretending to be a therapist and I like whack a girl's head against like the marble counter. And I was like, this, what are you guys telling me to do? This is a, like, this is really violent. You know, like, they're like, Lifetime loves it. And I'm like, but, she's a... <laughs> but I'm like, she's a child. Like, she's a child. I'm like, and I'm like, whack, like, right against it. I, I just... And they're like, no, no, just shoot it. Lifetime loves it. And I was kind of like, they're not going to let this stay in the movie. And they did. They, were, I mean, this, like, beautiful girl that's supposed to be like a 16-year-old, I'll take her by the blonde hair and whack her head. Right on the marble. Wow. That would hurt. I know. Lifetime loves for girl. That's what <laughs> the director is like, you know, Lifetime wants more of this. Come on. Like, I mean, okay. how do they shoot that? Because you're, you're not actually grabbing the girl by the hair and whacking her head. Do they do it in like. I'm the doing the fake, you know, like I'm doing the fake. She's holding my hands, holding her head. Oh, okay. And then I don't actually get her head to the, you know, like she, she mm-hmm. fakes that and we cut right at the right time. And I mean, it looked magic. rad when I saw it on film, but it also was just like so violent. <laughs> I mean, the name of this month on Lifetime is called Deadly Resolutions. Yes. 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 True. 
I mean, really very few people died in this movie compared to some of the wrong yeah. movies. Right. Oh, okay. So we're in the office. And then Michael just storms in, storms by Angela, goes into Laura's office, and he's like, who's that man in my house? <laughs> and, and, you know, Laura's just like, you know, Mike, come on, Michael, let's just end, end this already. Enough. And then, oh, Oh, and the, oh, then the ex is like, Michael's like, I know about unstable people. And Laura's like, the only unstable person is you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so then, you know, the next scene, uh, we find out that Michael and Kevin are in cahoots, which I expected, but I loved the twist on it because... Kevin was supposed to scare her, but Kevin is falling in love with her. And I liked so, that too. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I mean, he's uh, how? It's, what? What on earth would make him fall in love with a woman of a certain age? <laughs> <laughs> and she didn't even put out yet. <laughs> it's your amazing outfits. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, so the next scene, Kevin is like punching himself. Uh, was he? He yeah. was like hyperventilating. Yeah, something was wrong. I didn't understand what was wrong with him. I took it as he, he was trying to hype himself up to you know transform himself into Kevin and not be Steven. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, and then, once again, we see Hannah and Noah. And I'm like, once again, I write, does this kid have a shirt? Did he own a shirt? <laughs> <laughs> no. He's wearing a tank top. Maybe it's because of COVID. He he showed up the set, thought they were g- going to give him wardrobe, but they're like, no, like, you know, Meredith brought her own. Where's yours? <laughs> He's like, I don't have a lot of shirts. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's true. Blame it on the COVID. Yeah. <laughs> but, but then the next scene, um, Hannah and Noah are at a pizza place, and he does, and I wrote, oh my gosh, he has a shirt. He's wearing his shirt. <laughs> well, you probably have to wear a shirt to be in like, No shoes, no shirt, no mask, yeah. no service. That's one that they had at the Mater D stand. <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then Hannah and Noah have a little conversation about, you know, why didn't you ask me out sooner? And, you know, he's like, I'm shy, I'm adjusting to a new place, da 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 but, um, and then Hannah is telling Noah, well, I'm glad my mother has someone. Yeah, get her off my back. <laughs> but then there's the pizza. Okay, so this is the part. Okay, so Hannah looks across the pizza place to the dark bar in the corner. And she sees Kevin. And then... The bartender, who was very attractive himself, walks up and says, I know you, and I know you from somewhere. But then looks up and down, and I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought. Is he gay? Because the way yeah. the guy was looking at him, like, Red know, herring. Yeah. like things were going to go down. They were, they'd been to prison together. So yeah, yeah. Mm, you figure. So yeah, uh, uh, somebody's uh, getting laid in this movie. <laughs> at this point, at this point, when uh, the bartender recognized him and was like looking him up and down, my thought because Kevin had gone on and on about soaps, 
and this bartender w- like was like, I know you from somewhere. I thought we were going to find out that Kevin had like done a, a little bit of soap acting and then his career kind of dried up. And, oh and I, I thought it was going to be this like fun little inside joke twist. Oh my god! You're are you wow. a fan of this? It just occurred to me that Kevin from This Is Us, and that's like his the character is named Kevin on This Is Us, oh, and yeah. he's a former soap star. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. I, that's funny. That we we should do the wrong soap star. That yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, oh, yes. Yes. Right, it's a deal. <laughs> I would also like to propose the wrong podcast hosts and less yes. Kurt and I can get killed in the cold open. Yeah. I'm going to write this Who's down. So the wrong be, podcast? Which, which one of you three will, will be shirtless through most of the movie, though? No, we'll Not be me. dead before yeah. it happens. Well, you'll be dead. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll watch the, the other hotter actors be shirtless. Okay. <laughs> we could hire the, them to play you guys. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, okay. So the bartender is like, oh, wait a minute. I know who you are. You're Steven Johnson. And then Kevin, <laughs> Steven, Steven Kevin looks at the bartender. He's like, oh, yeah, I thought you had two years left. Until so we find wow. out the prisons were overcrowded. So, because it's California, right? Which, which is on, which is true, happening right now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And so, yeah. So, so the bartender was like, "Um, "Who are you talking to?" Right? And then the name Laura. Somehow he found out. You know, he's like Laura. Wait, you mean Laura Reynolds? I was like, wait, wait, wait a minute. Wow, Laura's very popular. Yeah. <laughs> so then the next scene, now the bartender's shirtless, and he's working out very hard mm-hmm. to rock music, and yeah. he's doing legs. <laughs> Leg day. Not mad about it. <laughs> so, so then Kevin, Kevin calls, uh, his name is Jason, right? Yes. Yeah, so Kevin calls Jason, and um, Jason, you know, he's like, you know, Kevin's like, okay, so how much? And then Jason is like, oh, well, you know, first of all, I'm not blackmailing you. We're friends. And then he asks for what, like 15000 right? Yeah. He asks yeah. for $15,000. And so then, so then he's talking to Kevin, and Kevin's on, like, FaceTime, but then all of a sudden, Kevin shows up with a knife. So I guess what was Kevin like outside of the car? I guess so. Yeah, he was outside. Yeah. <laughs> He's right outside. Yeah, he didn't he, ride over after. Because he just yeah. hung up. And then Kevin shows up with a knife. <laughs> Those are the types that I didn't even notice. Like, but those are the type of things I, I, I read the script and then I just trust they're going to work out. And then, <laughs> and if I'm not in that scene, I'm like, I don't have to justify it. So it didn't even, yeah, it didn't, I didn't. I have to go back and watch that scene. Actually, I don't think it needed a big justification. It made sense that Kevin would just kind of be laying in wait to to pounce and do whatever he was going to do. Yeah, I think yeah. he was outside. He figured, well, if it doesn't work out, then you know this. Yeah, the, the second second step was to go and kill him with the knife, kill, kill yeah. the guy. Yeah, yeah. Plan He's B. Trying to work plan out that. plan yeah. B. Plan B. That's is, is you stab him to death. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. 
So, so you know, just the so Jason is gone, mm. and then but then and then we see Kevin, and he's looking in the mirror, and once again he's like, he's like Kevin, duh, like he's talking to himself and like being very firm with himself. I didn't really get that, but I guess uh, pumping himself up. Yeah. Uh, oh, so then. This, this is and this is the part of the wrong movies I always like when someone is suspicious. So now Hannah is suspicious, mm-hmm. and then then she goes into snoop mode. Which, well, to, well, she's suspicious because she gets a news alert on her phone about this person that mysteriously died, and it's that bartender that she saw from the day before. Right. So then Laura walks in and asks Hannah, "What are you doing?" And Hannah plays it off. And then um, we're, the next scene, the doorbell rings. It's Kevin. He's bringing flowers. Hannah, once again, plays it off, but she's, like, very suspicious. And then Kevin goes, Kevin, like, you know, she's like, my mom's not home. And so Kevin leaves, and they're in front of the house, and then Mike is there, too. And so... Um, we find out Mike gets a call, and uh, Laura has turned in her paperwork, which means the divorce is happening. Mm-hmm. And Mike is pissed because Mike's like, "You were supposed to scare her, and you weren't supposed to court her. You weren't supposed to like go after her." And so then they start fighting, and then Hannah is kind of like, "What the hell? Who's fighting outside of my house?" And I love this part because they're fighting, and then all of a sudden, Kevin starts throwing money at Michael. <laughs> <laughs> and Michael's like, what are you doing? Oh, and Kevin's my... like, give me your refund. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then Hannah walks out of the house. Kevin and Michael are playing it off. And then we then see Michael... He's at his house. Sounds like he's watching something very violent on television because it sounds like there's guns and stuff. (laughs) Then Kevin comes in and strangles him. But he doesn't die. Mm -hmm. Find out that Michael's in the hospital. Mm -hmm. So then Hannah's talking to Noah. Hannah's telling Noah that that Michael's in the hospital. And then... um, Hannah is a little suspicious. And then Noah is like, do you have a business card from Kevin? So the next scene, they go downstairs and Kevin is there. Kevin and Laura are there. And then Hannah distracts them as Noah goes into her purse and steals the business card out of her purse. Mm -hmm. And first of all, I love a good snoop. I love a good <laughs> But secondly, I love that, like, the card was, like, probably, like, laying on top of, <laughs> of all the stuff. No, it's just a side pocket. Here, let me show you. Let me show you. Oh, we can't forget. You can't see. Wait, is that the purse? That- yeah, this is, ooh, this is the purse. We have, we have two stars of the movie on our podcast today. What? We have two stars of the movie on our podcast today. Yes, this is the, I like to call it vegan snake skin. 
Oh, but the <laughs> so everybody knows that when you need to get something fast out of a purse, you just have to put it in that top little side pocket. I tell you, if they, open, <laughs> if they open up a lifetime museum, you could sell all your shit to that and like retire. Oh, everything I you actually, own has been in these movies. I actually was, I actually have, uh, I was thinking I should go back and get that Van Gogh book and see what I could get for that. Yeah, and then, right. um, and, uh, I mean, people sell all sorts of stuff. I totally could, but I, I don't think I will. The, the black hoodie from the, really the wrong movies of Lifetime past, that needs to be in the Smithsonian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've actually worn, I think, I, I've actually worn one of those black hoodies. I've actually went in and did a cold open, but then also did, played one of the characters. They hid me and just, like, let the blonde hair peek out. And, like, so in the mood, I'm, like, I was, like, photo doubling another blonde, and I got to wear, a, a you know, like, combat boots and skinny jeans and a black hoodie. Because that's the outfit. Yeah. That's the, yeah. That's yeah, the yeah, yeah. That's the, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so, so this next part is the part that I was talking about that I really liked because yeah. Hannah goes to, to, to Laura and she's like, listen, this guy, I, I don't trust this guy. I think he's sketchy. I think he's suspicious. And normally in these scenes, the mom is like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I love him. And Laura looked at her and she's like, oh, okay. Okay. And I was like, Oh wow, that's that was I really like that. And yeah, like I said, I decided she's a. I mean, Laura is a good mother. Mm-hmm. She she's she's trying. She started her own business to put, take care of her daughter. She's leaving a guy, a controlling husband, and she's put her daughter. She puts her daughter first. She doesn't, you know. So I I loved that too because yeah, there's so many times where I see people and they're like where the, the the lead woman is just like, why are you being so dumb? Like, why is everybody, including the audience and everyone around you seeing this and, and not you? So I liked that, that, that she heard her daughter's concerns. Yeah. So Noah, Hannah and Noah have the business card. They call the number on the business card. Um, they ask for Kevin and they have no Kevin there. And so then um, we're in Beverly Hills on Beverly. That, that was Beverly Boulevard, right? That was Beverly, yeah. I like. I've been on that street. I like. <laughs> so they're on Beverly Boulevard. Oh, actually, not Beverly Boulevard. That's Beverly Drive. Beverly Drive. Okay, yeah. that's right. I knew it was Beverly. <laughs> Beverly Drive has the palm trees. Beverly okay. Boulevard goes east west. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I, knew was, I knew it was Beverly something. Um. So, okay, this next part, this woman was hilarious. Because, so, they go, so, they go to this house. They, they watch him as he walks in, but he doesn't walk into the front house. He walks into the back house. So, then... A back house we've seen in several Lifetime movies. Because it's that yes. one with the upstairs apartment. Yes. Um, so who lived in that? The Like, one of the... I, I, yeah, I remember there was a movie where there was, like, a pool guy or something like that and he lives in the back or yeah the pool guy that looked like my cousin i that the pool guy that looked like my cousin i remember that yeah (laughs) he did (laughs) so um so they're watching him and so they're like of course they're they're like okay well i guess he doesn't own this place after all so then this woman comes out and she's got a bad attitude 
And so she's like, who are you? And then they're like, who are you? And she's like, well, I own this property. <laughs> because she's a landlord. She needs to know if anybody's having a guest. If anybody's having anybody over, she needs to know because she's the landlord. And then uh, the, That's, uh, She's like, got the control issues. She should hook up with your, you know, yeah, Michael. Michael yeah, they, they, yeah they, totally. they both have control issues together. I like this character. Because the part that cracked me up was they were like, well, we thought he was the owner. And she's like, who, him? <laughs> <laughs> I like that she, she, she's first suspicious of these like randos on her lawn and then immediately <laughs> just starts spilling the tea about this tenant she does not like. And then, and then she's like, you know, I can't wait till these three months are up. And so then um, so they were like, okay, good. We've got all the info we need. Yeah, so, she said, I have a lovely couple supposed to, supposed to move in. And here's a bunch of information about them, too. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She, she had information. Well, it's yeah. funny because definitely they cast against type because I remember when I read the script, you know, like I just imagined like an elderly woman. Yeah. Or, you know, it, it, you know an elderly uh seen it all type of woman and then and i and i actually saw and i was like wait who is this character in this film like who because and i was like oh like i i didn't because it's you know it's very few characters and if you notice because of covid again there's not even really extras you know what i mean like because it's like every extra that has to come on a set you know has got to be covid tested and that's another package meal and you know what i mean so so um it they definitely went against typecasting with with that with they with the way they cast that role. She was hilarious. She yeah. Really was. <laughs> oh, so then so then Laura goes to the therapist again. Yeah. She is I, having a week. Yeah. I you know what I must be, you know, it must be paid for. I'm still on, you know, I'm still on Michael's insurance because right. he's a detective and I'm gonna I probably just gonna oh. get as many therapy sessions in. Um yeah. As I oh, that's can. right. Yeah. It's going to run out at the end of the week. <laughs> yeah. So then, and, and so then Laura's telling Beth, you know, about Hannah and how Hannah is suspicious. And then Laura, and then Beth is kind of like, well, you know, maybe you should be careful or maybe you're projecting. So, but, but she's kind of she's like, you know, kind of put the brakes on it for a while. Yeah. She says pump the brakes. So then... Yeah. Um, so remember the name that uh, Kevin dropped when they first met, Chris Burroughs? Hannah and Noah decide to call Chris Bo- Burroughs. And they ask, you know, hey, so, uh, they, so then they find out not only has Chris Burroughs been gone for months, Chris Burroughs does not play golf. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, so then Hannah goes to Beth's office, and then um, Hannah is talking to Beth, and Hannah's telling Beth, you know, I'm suspicious, and then Laura calls, and then um, uh, Beth is like, okay, Hannah, you go home, and then she gets the name of the woman who owns the, Be- Mrs. Tyler, who owns the Beverly Hills house yes mrs tyler with the bad attitude <laughs> so, so then 
So then this, okay, so then this next part, Kevin is there, he's lurking, he takes out his phone and clones Noah's phone. Not Noah's phone, Hannah's phone. Hannah's phone. Oh, Hannah's phone. Yeah, but yeah. He he, oh, away. wait. He cl- yes. So yes, yes. He clones Hannah's phone so that he could contact Noah. Oh, yeah, okay. that was pretty. I, <laughs> that, I said on Twitter, I like somebody put a little ET thing, like well that, and I was like, yeah, ET clone ho- ET clone phone, because it was. <laughs> 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 yeah, that was pretty cool. <laughs> so can you yeah. actually do that? Can you? Can, no, is, is that possible? I don't think so. There is a way to hey, spoof somebody's phone number, but it's not as easy as basically air air dropping information from one phone to another. Because I know Look. that you can do it with credit cards. Like you can just way- go buy and steal the steal the number magnetically well, yeah, or something. You're, yeah. you're, you basically are, are copying whatever's on the magnet of this strip by by touching it to another magnet. But you need yeah. the physical well, card on, to be able to do it one time. Well, on our episode last week, we discovered that uh, a person could have twins with two different biological fathers. So that's actually possible. So after hearing that, oh yeah, that, totally. See, I didn't know <laughs> this was news to me. Yeah, news no, totally. to me too. Well, did, was it news to all three of you? Or to- no, I knew. I- oh, you knew. Yeah, like, yeah. Because if if it, yeah, woman. I mean, it. A woman drops. It could be. It could be. Woman dro- drops two eggs, or it could be the sperm. It could even be right one egg, two different men's sperm. Well, that's the part the I didn't know existed. And then it. And then it. Then it um. And then it, you know, breaks. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Did you also know? I, this is so. I that that like sperms will like there are like more powerful sperms that that will like let's say a woman has sex with one man in the morning, another man in the afternoon. The some of those sperms will like kill the other man's sperms to so they the survival of the fittest so they can get to that egg. I did know That's that like sperm fight. Yeah, so it's like gladiators. Yes, yeah, like gladiator in there, and it's like, and then the the, the strongest sperm will kill off the other, the there, weaker sperm there's from the a, other man. And there's a sperm in there hitting people with hammers, saying, "You picked the wrong yeah. sperm donor." <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honey, you picked the wrong vagina. Right. I didn't <laughs> guess. Today our guest is Meredith, who discusses sperm. <laughs> it's science, you all. It's science. Yes. Believe science. Okay. <laughs> that it is. So, so poor little Noah with the great text gets lured by Kevin. And Kevin grabs him. Mm-hmm. Kevin, and Kevin has like a knife. Kevin has like his favorite knife because this is the knife he does all of his crime with. <laughs> so, so then we, so then Hannah goes to Laura and is like, "Look, Noah's missing." And Laura's like, "Ah, uh, you know, I gotta. I, I, that's too bad. I gotta go to work." I know. <laughs> we kind of played that, that a though. little. She's busy. So, yeah. Uh, and I was She's like, yeah, do you, do you think he just went back to school without telling you? Like, do you think he might have ghosted you? You know? <laughs> um, 
No, but I said, I said, you know where to find me. We had to finagle that a little too. So it wasn't like I was so callous. <laughs> but then, but then thinking back now, so that was only, but then Hannah probably hadn't heard from him in like a day. Because it was a week, like since this is a week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so then, um, uh, Beth is on phone. Oh, I have a question Beth for like, you about this. It's a technical question, Meredith. Uh, uh, when we see this in the movie where people are, they'll hold the phone and it's not a, a video call, but they'll hold the phone up to their mouth sort of in front of their face like this. Is there a technical reason for that on set? Why it's done that way instead of like, is it so that you don't see that the screen's not actually lit up like you're on a call? Yeah, where did you... I'm trying to see... What scene was that? In this scene that Les is talking about right now. But we've seen that a few times in these movies, and I've always wondered, why are they holding the phone that way? Maybe, maybe yeah. it's so they're, the option is there for the uh, art department to, to plug in video if they want to turn it into a video call. Yeah, I don't know. That, that would make sense that they... I think that would make sense that they were going to put in stuff if they're going to put in stuff later, they shoot that option. Cause I don't, I, I don't ever see that because there's, you know, there's no issue with holding it here. Right. As long as you, we put the camera. Yeah. And I've plenty of times seen me holding a phone that wasn't lit up yeah. too. Okay. So, so, so yeah. So then, um, uh, Beth finds out that his name is Steven Johnson. Then Beth tries to call Laura. Then Beth calls Hannah and she's like, you know, his name is Steven Johnson. And then I like this because Hannah goes to the jail records called jail records. Yeah. <laughs> Which she had on her computer already. <laughs> I like the jail records. I think you could do that. Look up like an inmate. You can. As a matter yeah. like fun fact, I was looking somebody up on there this week because I was worried about them because they hadn't checked in for something. Oh my god. Oh wow. They're, they're fine. They're fine. Were they in jail? No, but they, they basically overslept several hours and missed something, and I was a little concerned because it's the person that doesn't okay. do that. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So the first she place you looked at jail it. You're a good yeah. friend. You are, but why didn't you – did you check hospital records too? You went right to nope. jail. Right to jail, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're a good friend. Um, oh, so, so then Hannah <laughs> – Goes downstairs. Uh, Laura comes back because she actually forgot something. And then Kevin is there. And then Hannah is like, I know who you are. And, you know, you're a liar. And you lied about your house in Beverly Hills. And Kevin's like, I never said I owned it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he also is like, he's like, all right, my name's Steven. What's the big deal? Well, I love my name. And, and then he says he had a problem with the SEC, SEC, so he had to use a different name. And then Hannah's like, you know, I know Michael hired you. <laughs> and then um, Kevin, then Kevin then turned psycho. And he's like, well, I did it to protect you. I did it for your mother. And then um, I love this part because Hannah's like, telling Laura, and Michael hired him when he got out of prison. And Kevin is like, encouraged, he's like, no, jail. <laughs> 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 like, 
Like, no matter where you go, there's always a status thing. Yeah. There, yeah, there yeah. was some incredulous, incredulousness in this movie of uh, detective versus police officer and oh, yeah. jail versus prison. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Michael. Michael. Yeah. Yeah. Michael had to be called a detective. He didn't like to be called a police yeah. officer. Uh, a little bit. How dare you? <laughs> so, what's the difference between between jail? Because I imagine jail being like you know the Andy Griffith show, where or just the drunk has to stay, and and prison is like you know you're you're in you're in prison, like the big yeah. House, you're, you're you've been you you've been. Um, like you've gone through the process and you, but yeah, it doesn't make sense because he was, he had to have gone to prison. Yeah. That's where he met Jason yeah. in yeah. prison. So he was lying anyway, but yeah, jail is what you go, where you go when you like act stupid for a night and they yeah. throw you in the jail to get sober. And isn't jail <laughs> kind of like before the trial? prison? Yeah. Yes. yes. Prisons after the trial. Exactly. Yes. Oh, so, so then Kevin wigs out and he's like, I love you, Laura. We could do this together. And then, and I like this too, because Laura was kind of like, okay, this guy's crazy. So I'm just going to play along with it. I like that too. Mm -hmm. Very smart. Yeah, well, that was kind of not like, it was a little fuzzy in the dialogue there. And I said to the director, I was like, okay, like she has to be pretending like she's not stupid enough to be like, OK, let's try. Like we have to let the audience it like the ha yeah. audience has to know that she's trying to save herself and her daughter in this moment. She's not right. so silly. So it's like so I think we even changed the dialogue a little to make it so that we let the audience in on that, that yeah. it wasn't that Laura's not. I mean, she's not. An idiot. Yeah. I, 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 I like the way you played that moment. Yeah. I like the way that the uh, the actress that played Hannah played it too, because she had this look on her face. Is like, what are you saying? Oh, yeah. okay. What I think I get it. I th you could <laughs> see it kind of move through her eyes of like, what the hell? Oh, okay. Now I'm on board. I get it. Right. <laughs> so then he pulls out a knife. Then Beth Beth comes over and Beth Beth goes and immediately finds a hammer. Beth is not messing around. Mm-hmm. And so then, um, so then we basically get to our cold open. Yeah, the, with us waiting for the bus, the bus, us sitting there waiting yeah, for the bus. Bus, washer and dryer. <laughs> and so then, um, so so so, Beth shows up. She confronts Kevin. Kevin is gonna because she drops her nut, her hammer, and I'm like, "What are you doing? You don't drop the hammer." So, so he's she's confronting Kevin. Kevin is gonna stab Beth, but then Laura yells like, "Leave my family alone!" And then Kevin turns around and tell her to shut up. Yeah, he's, a, he's like, "What you woman? Just please yeah. shut up!" Yeah, and while he's telling her to shut up, then <laughs> Beth has the hammer and hits him on the back of the head, and. It never gets old. Laura, never. looks like you picked the wrong blind date. It never awesome. gets old. It's awesome. <laughs> you, know, it, you know, if you go back, I don't know if we talked about this last time, but if, but if you go back to the early ones, they, they this is, this, this, this is a progression. It didn't start that way. Now yeah. it's 
fully happening, fully expected in every Ron yes. movie. But if you go back to the very beginnings, that wasn't happening. Um, and then, but it's ever since like it's evolved once probably Vivica came on as executive producer and it just like everybody waits for that and expects Oh, that. I do. Oh, yeah. I do. Yeah. What, what happened with the one where we watched one with G Wallace and she ran, she ran out and said, you, you picked the wrong mommy or something like that. Yes. I think oh, the yeah. older yeah. one, though. I don't think. I don't Vivica know if she said, had the actual line. It was, he it was didn't have the like, line. I think. Yeah. I think Vivica yeah. had the line, and that was the first time we're like, "Why is she saying it?" Because it doesn't really make sense that she's in the scene, but it's Vivica, so we're okay with it. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I love it now because now it's like the close up, and it's like a whole like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the wrong, like the wrong crush, Vivica, there was, Vivica did not have that line in there. Like my first wrong movie, that was not part of it. Okay. So how did, how did that evolve? Was it like a kind of a throwaway line at first and then it kind of morphed into what it is now? I don't know. Like that would be, I'd have to ask Vivica because I, like I said, when I did the, the wrong crush that Vivica, you know, you, it wasn't, she didn't say Vivica really didn't save the day in that movie. It was, um, so it's evolved. And, you know, we did a, um, kind of, we did a little Facebook live before the premiere on Friday. And so I learned some things. And so, um, Vivica had said on that, that she would just originally come in hired as an actress. And then once it was like the fourth time, she basically said to David, the director, like, okay, David, we got a little thing going on here. And then she, she, she pitched being a producer. And then from there, the, it just took off with lifetime movie network. And um, so I don't, it would be interesting to actually figure out which is the first time that she threw in that catch. Yeah, because I don't think I remember mm. we watched some of the earlier ones like uh, The Wrong Next Door Neighbor, which is the one with uh, Michael Madsen that we love, guys. Uh, yes. I don't think they had a, a tagline like that in the movie. I don't think they had a line of dialogue like that. And there's a couple that, you know, the wrong movies that um, David didn't write. Like now he does them all. But if you go way back to the beginning, um, he he didn't direct some of the earlier ones, but now it's he and Vivica. Um, she said something like they've done like 30 something. And that includes also the Christmas. But that's that it. Does. I thought it would be more. Maybe it's. It, th- no, it seems like more. Probably do it like quarterly or so. Oh, no, they they. Well, you know, also uh, the the. um Keeping up with the Joneses is kind was kind of part of that oh. long series too. Yes. and they're and they're coming back. I liked that. Yeah, keep, I watched um, that. That was kind of interesting. I did. I came in as a like. A, did you, I came in was like on the third Keeping Up with the Joneses as this mousy librarian. It, I like <laughs> that. So it's that's good coming back. Yeah, yeah. Does Vivica I, I, ever do podcasts? Well, I don't know if she would if she comes on. She has her own podcast, I think, called uh, or maybe it's a video to, like hustling or something like that. So hmm. I don't know if she'd ever jump on. She might. <laughs> but I love like because I yeah I love that there's now you know wrong week. There's a wrong 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 the yeah. wrong song. Oh yes, the Cisco. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, the Cisco. It wrong, was great. The, the wrong, 
That's so cool. Like, the fact that they got him even... to record it too is amazing. Right. It's pretty cool. They oh. sent me all that promo. I had to admit, I had I didn't know the song. I didn't know him. Like I, they were like, here, send this. You know, use this. And I was like, what is this? You know, like, but it was fun. Meredith, are oh, you now God. familiar with the thong song? Yeah, yeah, okay. because I um, I actually just saw it like last night. I was watching Jimmy Jimmy Kimmel's new singing show, and they, I think the thong song came on, and I was like, and I I think of wrong movies. <laughs> oh, oh, Jimmy Fallon. So, you mean? I think he has yeah. a show like that. Yeah, it's Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, yeah we. Used, oh, did I say Jimmy Kimmel? Oh, Jimmy Fallon. There's yes. so many Jimmys hosting late night. It gets confusing. Right. Yes, yes. <laughs> so Laura's company is a success. She has like five kids with like five clients or something, right? Like yeah, the original line was like ten, and I was like, no, 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 I'm not saying ten clients. Like I, I mean, it was some like outrageous number. I was like, let's not have it be that perfect a life. Let me just have like five clients come over. <laughs> but I gotta tell you, I this movie ended. I'm worried about Laura. Well, the moral of the story: she's not supposed to date. Because you know. that's the thing. This was her first foray into dating after being single and getting out of this awful relationship. And that's yeah. her first experience. She's never going to date again. I know that it is quite sad. So she, so she had a husband that died. Then now she has her second husband is in jail along with her first blind date. He's in jail and her daughter's back to college. But she's got to, well, but she has a very she has a beautiful house. There's going to be no more fighting over that house because um, because Michael's in jail. She has a she has a great partner who's very savvy, and they have five new clients. But no date. Every time and, she dates, it's bad luck. If she did yeah. like a speed dating, it'd be like be like a serial killer convention, like one maniac after another. <laughs> Oh, poor Laura. Oh, she'll, well. When she least expect it, she'll maybe. Who knows? She's got to give guess. in to just liking the bad boy. That's what she's getting. Well, no, my first, my, you know, I tell my therapist, I tell, I tell nice. Beth, you know, that my first husband really was a good guy. I think we could do a prequel to this movie with your same character, Meredith, where we find out that he wasn't a good guy and that's how he ended up dead. Oh, no, that I killed him? Or this, I don't know, that he died through some nefarious ways and you don't even know about it yet. The oh. wrong late husband. That we could do that. <laughs> I think we should, um, God, how could Laura find the right love? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think about that. But I... <laughs> Haven't you seen the meme though, where like we're based? There's some meme. I have to try to find it, or not meme, or yeah, I guess it is a meme. We'll send it to you guys, but it's something where like um, instead of like where she goes home, realizes that she hates her corporate job, and you know marries the the boy, you know the boy that stayed in the small town. Like instead of that, she goes off. She wears pencil skirts and four inch heels and is a lawyer and lives happily ever after. Yes. You know, <laughs> Yes. So that's what Laura, that's what Laura, she's going to, in her pencil skirt, in her high heels, she's going to take over advertising and live happily ever after. Right. <laughs> Meredith, 
Thank you for coming and joining us again. Of course. So I, fun. Oh, and thank you for asking. It's My fun. face is hurting from laughing. Oh, good. Yeah. How <laughs> would the listeners find you? I am pretty much everywhere at Meredith Actress. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. All right. And Jason. Uh, please, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, leave us a five-star review, and that way other people can find us, and they'll know about the show. Uh, you can find all of us on Facebook and Instagram at Lifetime of Hallmark Podcast, and you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Big Shot Jason. Kurt? Oh, you know what? Since we probably have a larger audience uh, today, <laughs> do we want to recommend any episodes for anyone to listen to? Do you want to listen to our episode where we do the wrong contractor what's that what was the one? Oh, killer contractor killer contractor that killer is a contractor. really good entry point if you've never listened to our podcast before if you've listened today and you kind of want to like go back and listen to old episodes that is a really good one to start with yeah, what's killer the michael contractor. madsen one where, where he's a swim coach the wrong next door neighbor that's the wrong next door neighbor okay yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Check that out. Well, and i'm a com. it's k-u-r-t now i have to go update this site <laughs> and you can find me at leskirkendallbarrett.com. And I have a couple of things I need to promote, actually. Um, I am going to, well, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, if Omicron doesn't get in the way, I'm going to be appearing at the Rogue Festival the first two weeks in March, the Rogue Festival in Fresno, California, and I'm going to be mm -hmm. doing my show, uh, William Dorsey Swan, Confessions of America's First Black Drag Queen. It is the true story about a former slave who became the queen of drag in Washington, D.C. in the late 1800s. So you wow. can find more about that on roguefestival.org. And uh, actually, the next thing I'll... I'll wait till it's closer. But yeah, so so yeah, check out the show. And anything else? Where can we find you on socials, Les? Oh, you can find me on Facebook at Les Kirkendall Barrett. You can find me on Insta at Kirkendall. And Kirkendall is K-U-R-K-E-N-D-A-A-L. And I think that's it. I think it is. So yeah, all right. That's it. So until next time, bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks, Bye. Rhoda.